0: Welcome to the Faith and Finance Podcast. This is episode 21 with financial coach, Kendall Berry. Hey guys, welcome back to the Faith and Finance Podcast. I'm your host, Adrienne Hildebrand, and I'm so glad that you are here. So I don't wanna take too much time because I wanna get right into this interview, but I have some business to take care of first. So... This is something you guys have been asking for on Instagram and texting me or emailing me. And I'm just so thankful and so overwhelmed about the impact that this podcast and everything is having on your life. So thank you so much, number one. Number two, I am going to be doing a free online training. It's going to be a, a live webinar, like an actually live webinar, in a couple of weeks. So, I am linking the page that you can sign up for this. All I need is your email address, but I'm linking it in the show notes, so it will be down there. You can click on it, and all you have to do is share your email address with me. I will email you some updates, and what we're going to be doing in that training is I'm teaching you how to start a budget. There are many of you who are like, Adrian, I know I need to budget, but I really don't understand how to actually do that, so... This is something that I really want to show you guys and my method for doing so, and I really think it's going to be helpful for you. Also, I have some other things in the works that are a little bit secret, not really, but I'm working on an online course that's going to even go more into budgeting. That way I can serve you guys better because the reality is is that I want to be able to serve you in the best way that I can, but we all only have so many hours in a day, right? So I want you to be able to do that on your own time and then also have some support from me. So you're going to find out more information about that later. But in the meantime, if you would like to sign up for that online training, the live online training, and it will be recorded. So if you can't make it live, I'll send out the replay. But if you can make it live, I'll answer your questions and all of that. But I have linked that in the show notes. All you have to do is click on it and share your email address with me and I will be in touch with you. I'm so excited. So without further ado, let me introduce to you our guests for today. So Kendall Berry graduated from Messiah College in 2012 with a bachelor's degree in social work and a minor in business admin. She's married to her wonderful husband and they live in central Pennsylvania. In 2016, after buying their first home, her husband and herself attended Dave Ramsey's Financial Peace University course at her church, and they started on their journey to become debt-free. They paid off all of their consumer debt in the spring of 2017, and the freedom they felt was so incredible that it was too good not to share with others. She discovered her passion for personal finance and strongly believes that financial freedom is possible for everyone. In addition to her social work background and personal experience of paying off over $50,000 in debt, she's also a graduate of the Ramsey Solutions Financial Co- Coach Master Training, in which she is a financial coach and teaches people how to budget and get on a plan. So, In today's episode, we're talking about how God can take our story and make something beautiful out of it. with our finances and business and in family, So you do want to listen to this, you're going to learn some really helpful tips. Kendall also talks about the importance of emergency fund before you buy a home, and also how you can start paying off debt now. And we just have a really great conversation. I know you're going to find value in it. So let's get started. Hey, guys, welcome back to the faith and finance podcast. Today I have Kendall Berry on the podcast, and she is awesome. She's going to tell you more about herself. You heard about her in the recorded intro, but I always love when the guests talk about themselves. So, Kendall, welcome to the Faith and Finance podcast. Please introduce yourself and tell us your money story.
1: Hey, Adrienne. Thank you so much for having me on today. Um, Well, a little bit about myself. So, I am a Christian Army wife from Central Pennsylvania. I've been married for seven years, and I studied social work, worked in the social work field for about five years. And then last year, I left my job and started my own business as a financial coach. And a bit how my story got started with money and personal finance and all of that, um, basically, my husband and I had been married for three or four years and totally not thinking about finances at all like we were spending lots of money, like every weekend going out, going on vacations, and um, really not paying any sort of attention at all. Mm -hmm. I feel like we had the mindset that we make good money, and as long as we're making good money, it doesn't really matter what we're doing with it, as long as there's money in the bank. Um, And then about three to four years ago, we started thinking about how we really wanted to have children. It always had been a dream of mine to um, stay home with children someday. And so I started looking at our numbers and trying to figure out if it would be possible for me to stay home with children. Because I assumed at that point that as soon as we decided to start trying, that we would get pregnant right away and that I would be wanting to come home and stay home. So, That's when I started looking at our finances and I realized that we were in a lot of debt. We had about $50,000 in debt between um, new car and student loans and um, credit cards, other little things. And I realized that I wasn't going to be able to stay home um, at all, that we would need to have two incomes for this foreseeable future, because of how high our payments were, mm. and that was devastating to me. Honestly, that was the catalyst for me trying to figure out how to get rid of our debt. Um, so I turned to Google, and <laughs> I started. Our friend. <laughs> yes, and trying to figure out what do people do to get out of debt. So I'm googling how to get out of debt, and I come up with the name Dave Ramsey, who I had never heard of before that point. And I started researching him, and it felt like a total God thing, because that Sunday at church, our church announced that they were going to be doing his Financial Peace University course. And I said to my husband, we have to take this course. And he was definitely skeptical, because he really didn't feel like he needed to be told how to handle our finances. He didn't necessarily think it was going to be anything he didn't already know. Um, but we got into the class, and it truly changed our life. We learned how to handle our finances God's way. And over the next, I think it was six to eight months, we paid off all of our debt. Um, wow. And then, yeah, so we paid off over $50,000 in debt. It's awesome. And then over the next year built up our emergency fund to six months of expenses. And so total, I would say over the last three years, we've changed our financial outlook by about a hundred thousand dollars, which is huge. If you consider where we started, Mm -hmm. (laughs) not, not paying attention at all. Um, So that was amazing for so many reasons. Not just to have the freedom of being out of debt, but also learning to work together on something that was really hard. Mm -hmm. And we had an amazing marriage before we started our financial journey, but going through that together and being on the same page together, working as a team to pay off our debt and to save and just thinking long-term about where we wanted to go as a couple and as a family really brought us even closer together wow. and so that was that was amazing and then we realized that i didn't have to work anymore mm. we we had learned to live off of one income and i no, no longer needed to work so we could pay for the debt that we had and that ended up being perfect timing because around the same time um, i was very burnt out in my social work job, and if any of your listeners are social workers, they can totally relate yeah. um, to to burnout. And I was I was really burnt out, and I was also feeling really um, in a lot of emotional turmoil because we had started trying for children, and it hadn't worked out so far. And it had been several years of us trying, and I was really concerned with why we weren't able to get pregnant. And so the turmoil of that and then being burnt out at work, we just decided it was time for me to come home. And so having the freedom to say, I don't need to work anymore and to be able to leave my job and just come home was incredible. Yeah. And so I left my job July of last year and had no immediate plans of working, but After a few months of resting and relaxing, which was really what I needed at that time, um, I started thinking about, okay, I do want to do something. I want to contribute, but what's something that I can do that I love that I would honestly do for free Mm
0: -hmm. because I love
1: it so much. And I realized that I just love talking with people about their finances and that I've over the years helped people in my family or friends, address their spending habits and their debt. And I just truly loved that. So I decided, you know, I think I want to do this for a business. I want to be a financial coach. So I realized that around that same time that Dave Ramsey was offering an online financial coaching course and I signed up and took that last fall. And then I started my business November of last year
0: Love it. Yeah, so that's my long
1: story of how I became a financial coach.
0: (laughs) Oh, I love it. Thank you so much for sharing some of those, you know, more personal details. Money itself is very personal, as you know, and a lot of people don't even like to talk about it. It's like the last taboo subject, really, when you think about it. It totally is. Thank you for sharing, you know, being vulnerable about even you know, your stress at work and, and um, you know, trying to get pregnant and stuff. I, I appreciate that because it, it goes to show, you know, like everything is very holistic, right? We're all human beings and everything affects us in, in, in every single way. And because you got your finances in order, you were able to make that decision to leave you and your husband to leave your job, you and your mm-hmm. husband work that out and I I love that that is like my ultimate thing now that I talk about of course we talk about the nitty-gritty and budgeting and paying off debt and all that stuff but the bottom line is like if you change your habits and your mindset around money it will change everything in your life then you'll have options right Mm-hmm. So, like you had the option to go do that and that's so I just love it it's so it awesome. is
1: yes and and I truly think that God's hand has been in all of this mm. of of course it has but you know we started on this journey because we were so motivated to have children and for me to be able to stay home with them and that's still our goal and and we do hope and pray that that happens for us someday but if I had gotten pregnant right away mm. when we decided to start trying after we paid off our debt. I would never have thought to start my own business. right? And I wouldn't have helped the people that I've helped get on a plan to pay off their debt. So he's really used our story and used even the disappointing parts, mm. like not being having gotten pregnant yet, it's turned out for good. And and so I I find myself being thankful that I've had this opportunity of being home and able to fully throw myself into my business and help the people that I've been able to help. And knowing that if things had gone the way I had planned them to go, (laughs) those things wouldn't have happened.
0: So true. It's something I talk about all the time with everyone I'm like you know it is it stinks that life happens sometimes and that we do go through trials and hard times but literally when you look back in hindsight you're like man God you were with me you had a plan Mm -hmm. from the beginning like the Bible says that he you know before Uh, We were even formed in the womb. He knew us and that before the foundation of the world, he had a plan, you know, and it's just so, it's, you're so right, Kendall. And I love your spirit and your attitude about that because it's, it is, it's hard to, to keep a perspective sometimes when we go through things and, and every, you know, we've all gone through our own things, but you sharing your story. Now you get to help others through your story. So it all happens for a reason, right? Like all of it or reason, I guess, can be made from everything. Like my pastor said yesterday or not yesterday. I don't even remember what day it is on Sunday. He said, um, I think it was him. He said something, somebody said something about (laughs) things don't happen they don't always just happen to you. They happen for you and for others because Mm -hmm. you wouldn't have your story to share with other people. Like, hey, I've been through stuff. I've been through paying off debt. You know, we had a good marriage and whatever, but I've been through, I've been where you're at. So that's so, so cool. I love it. I love it so much. I love your sweet spirit. You can tell you have a very sweet spirit. That's awesome. Thank
1: you so much, Adrian. Yeah, and and having paid off our debt, You know, we have money now, so Mm. the infertility treatment that we will eventually go through and that kind of thing costs a lot of money. And so that's another, I guess, blessing that's come out of this is now we have money that we can save up to go through some of those things to make parenthood possible for us.
0: Right. That's just another testimony of what God has done because you guys have gotten your finances in order, you know, so it's just so cool.
1: Yeah. The ripple effect of that decision has really, it's, it's amazing to me when I think about it.
0: Oh, I told, I completely feel that
1: even I say like sometimes, even just when I
0: decided to make that first step, that commitment. And I, even before we were out of debt, before I even paid, you know, a credit card off, when I made that first decision, I started seeing, we started seeing the blessings of God immediately because we had made up that we were committed to doing this right, just Mm -hmm. taking the first step. And I think, you know, that's like something I talk about all the time, just like in the ripple effect, like you just said, you know, of those decisions, but literally from the beginning, when you started doing it, things started lining up and it's just so cool how God can use that and do that. I love that.
1: Absolutely. I, I never would have known how, much I needed to leave my job but it couldn't have come like a second too soon <laughs> right but at the time I had no idea I mean I just assumed that I would be working for a while until we paid off debt or became pregnant but to be able to leave before we got pregnant <laughs> that was great
0: right yeah yes yes all of it for a reason
1: for mm, sure definitely
0: <laughs> so Kendall I know that you are passionate about a couple of of topics in in particular you're passionate about personal finance in general but there are a couple of topics that you really are passionate about and one of them is about the importance of having an emergency fund do you want to talk about that for a second
1: absolutely so before we started on our financial journey we actually had bought a house about half a year before that and this is something that I'm really passionate about because I never would have thought that our house was going to cost us the amount of money that it has in repairs. And I think that so often we get caught up in, you know, that cliche keeping up with the Joneses. But it, it truly is, it's true. We start thinking, okay, I got married, now it's time to buy a house, and I want to keep up with everybody else my age who's buying a house. And so we did. We bought a house and we've owned it for about three years. And over the last three years, we have spent over $30,000 of our own money on repairs Mm. that we did not expect. Yeah, And that's not even counting what insurance paid for. That's truly money that we spent out of our own pocket on repairs. Yeah. Now, thankfully, we had started getting our finances together and we had some savings and we've been able to cover all of those costs with cash. But if we we're living paycheck to paycheck, like most Americans are, we would be deeply, deeply in debt at this point. Right. And so I always try to encourage people to, to be on their own timeline, not to be worried about what everybody else mm-hmm. is doing and to be truly financially ready to buy their own house. And I what agree, I
0: mean, agree for sure.
1: Yeah. And what I mean by that is, I truly believe that you are ready to buy a house when you have paid off all of your consumer debt, when you have your three to six months of expenses saved up in in an emergency fund, because emergencies will happen. Uh, That's not being Mm -hmm. negative. That's just the truth. Life happens. Murphy happens. And um, emergencies will happen, especially when you own your own house. Right, And so having your uh, three to six months emergency fund together, and then you want to have a good down payment, at least 20%. I mean, if you're amazing and you can save up to pay cash for your house, that is just incredible, but have at least 20% in um, a down payment. And then if you are getting a mortgage, making sure that it's a 15 year fixed rate mortgage, where the payment each month is no more than a fourth of your monthly take home pay. And what that's going to do is it's really going to set you up to both be able to pay your mortgage, but also have money to continue saving and giving.
0: Absolutely. I 100% agree with that. Because
1: right when we had
0: just started kind of me um I can't talk <laughs> right we just started kind of getting our finances together you know everybody or and we were newlyweds everybody was like you guys need to buy a house and blah 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 and of course I still want to buy a house but you know what I'm so thankful that even now we're still renters and we rent very cheaply like we don't have a crazy house but because we're still working on um, you know, we're, we're really not even sure like where we're going to be in a couple of years. You know, we may still be here or we may be somewhere else wherever God takes us, but um, we don't have children, you, you know, like we're, we're just, we're renting and we're okay with that because to us, we're not ready to buy a house yet because first of all, our down payment's not funded. Mm-hmm. Secondly, um our six-month emergency fund is not quite finished yet. We're almost there. We just became, you know, debt-free a couple months ago, but We just now are trying to finish off our emergency fund. And anytime I think about buying a house now, I literally become overwhelmed with anxiety because we're just not ready for it. And I understand people are like, it's cheaper to have a mortgage. And okay. And yeah, maybe, but not when, like you said, when
1: junk hits the fan and you got to pay for it. Like, yes, literally, my basement has flooded three times. Oh, my word. Are and you we mean? are not in a flood zone or anything like that. Like random freak accidents. Oh. That have my flooded my basement.
0: Word. See and, you
1: guys. And more recently, my kitchen flooded. My dishwasher completely flooded the kitchen and then down into the basement again. So we had to do a total tear out.
0: I wish you could see my face right now.
1: <laughs> it has been incredibly emotional. Me. And this is why I tell people renting for a season it's a blessing yes. to you it's a good thing do you have people have no idea how many times I have renter envy because mm-hmm. something breaks you call your landlord yes you, you're not personally responsible to fix it right if something happens at our house it's 100 percent on us and right oh boy And yes, yes, you are building your
0: net worth with a house and like whatever, but it's not, I mean, yeah, it. yeah, that's a, that's a moot point anymore to me. Like, I'm glad that we did not buy a house. We were in no way ready to buy a house. You know, I
1: think you're making the right decision and it's not that I don't want people to buy a house. I want people to buy it when they're ready for it and when it's going to be a blessing to them and not a weight that weighs them down.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. So Kendall, the reality is as many of my listeners do own their homes and that's Mm. wonderful and awesome. So what, what would you say to someone who's hearing this and they're like, man, and they're like, I kind of wish I would have heard this years ago, but you know, hindsight's 2020. What would you say to someone who's, who's trying to pay off their debt now? And maybe has a mortgage and, and whatever, kind of, what would you say to someone in that situation now?
1: Sure. Well, truly, I believe that debt freedom is available to you no matter where you're at. Mm. I mean, we had a house when we started on our journey and we had plenty of debt on top of that. And I think just realizing that wherever you're at is a perfect place to start. Love it. So, going to the Dave Ramsey's baby steps, for example, which is the, the plan that I teach my clients because it works so well for us, but wherever you're at in the baby steps, wherever you're at in your financial journey, you're at a great place to start. So maybe you've realized that your house is too expensive for you. Okay you know, start working on your, your, consumer debt, start working on increasing your income. If that's a possibility for you, decreasing your expenses, perhaps you can find a way to make the house work in your budget. But if not, it's not the end of the world. If you have to put the house on the market and move to a cheaper living situation, right? it's all just stuff. Yes. And, and I always say, I preach value
0: aligned spending. So mm. if you value your home, which a lot of people love their homes and that's perfect. Like that's fine. You're allowed to. Sure. But if, like you said, if maybe your home really is probably a little more expensive than you need, that means you have to either one, increase your income or two, you're going to have to cut out other things that you really don't value. So you have to make that choice, right? Absolutely. You have to decide, you know, this sounds crazy, but the Bible says, what would a man give an exchange for his soul? And I think that money really is a soul thing. It's a behavior. It's a it's a very personal thing. And so what are you going to give an exchange for, to be a good steward of your money? Are you going to keep paying for the house that you love? And that's fine. But then at some point, you got to exchange some other things for that, right, Kendall? Like, I mean, yeah. you have to make choices based on what you what your circumstances are. And so that was a hard thing for me. Because I'm like a spender, I want all the things, mm-hmm, but I've changed too. my habits, you know, I've, I've, pr- I've just prayed and tried to be consistent. And I still like buying things. I mean, I'm more about maybe quality over quantity now, you know, so it's just like learning those things.
1: Yeah, and I, and I like to tell my clients too you can do all things. You can have all things. Mm -hmm. You can work for all things. All of these things are possible, but they may not all be possible at once. Yep. At one time, you can't be spending every penny that you make and having a high house payment and (laughs) driving a new car and saving for retirement and doing all these things all at once on the income that you currently have. So you're going to have to choose what's your highest priority and and work on that
0: yes that's like do you like paula pant where she says you can afford anything but not everything
1: mm, do you yes. listen to her i don't but i should okay. probably <laughs> yeah i love paula pant
0: so i'm plugging that here for her too but she's kind of like probably but she's awesome but she, her, her her podcast is called afford anything and mm. she literally says like the tagline is you can afford anything but not everything exactly what you just said like you have to make you know you can't have everything at the same exact time
1: yeah and so funny that you mentioned fincon too there was a great um lesson given by ramit yes he's so great yes he is and it was really meaningful to me what he said about um spending extravagantly Mm. on the things that you love but I believe it's cutting mercilessly on the things that you don't. Yes. yes. So cutting your expenses for the things that you don't care about, which is exactly what you were just saying. And then if there's something that you truly love, be it your house or travel or something like that, those are the things to spend extravagantly on. Which I found so interesting because so often I talk about cutting expenses and cutting back lifestyle and how to save and budget, et cetera, et cetera. But I don't very often talk about spending and the joy that we can have from spending on things that we love. Because I really think that it's important for us to have a healthy balance between the, the four things, work, saving, spending, and giving.
0: Absolutely. It's
1: important to do all of them and that one is not, more right or good than the other right like that's
0: that's what is so personal you know everybody says personal finance is personal and it's true because at the end of the day I mean and we're Christians so we have an obligation to steward our money in the way that God wants us to but at the Mm. end of the day you get to make those choices you know you we are in charge of our own lives we get to make those choices every single day if I want to go buy my six dollar coffee at a local coffee shop by god I'm doing it but I'm not gonna spend you know money elsewhere because you know maybe I'm grabbing that coffee with a friend I don't value necessarily the coffee although I love coffee but right. I value that time with a friend and supporting a local business yeah. you know what I mean yeah yeah it's all in exchange for something else. So also, I'm, I'm a little bummed I didn't go to FinCon. Everybody, FinCon is a financial conference for money nerds like me and Kendall, basically. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> Yes. It's
1: awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was really, it was definitely not what I was expecting, but it was really, really, they did a great job. Yeah. It was fantastic. Yeah, it was so cool to meet a lot of other people. have similar interests right like when you get to be in a place where everybody loves the same things that you love yes and nobody looks at you like you have three heads and you talk about finances Mm -hmm. (laughs) that was cool and that that each of
0: us like no matter what we do you know whether in our jobs or if we're bloggers or podcasters or if if you are a mama like everybody has their unique voice their unique creativity their unique way of saying things even though we're all talking about personal finance you know Mm. me and you but we have a unique perspective because we all have our own stories to share and so like part of a takeaway maybe for the audience with this conversation that or that piece of this conversation is that whatever it is your hand finds to do, do it unto the Lord, because you have a purpose. You have a voice like Kendall, you, you are going to connect with people differently. Even my audience, my audience, my community that I'm building, you're going to, you're going to connect with them differently because you have a different story than me. You have a different way of saying things and that's fine. There's space for all of us. Like, Absolutely. Because the the really like, especially the personal finance community, like Really, there were like what nineteen hundred people there. When you think about that, that's not that many people. Like, granted, not everyone was there, but yeah, um, or I don't know how many people were actually there, but I know it was a couple thousand.
1: Yes, um, yeah.
0: But it's just cool, like you know, whatever it is that you want to do, like yeah, it may be that other people are doing it or whatever, but you know, you have a space. You, everybody has a voice. See, this is me. I get on tangents. Kindle, just No,
1: that's fine. <laughs> um, there was this one booth. Oh, man, I'm going to forget whose it was. But they had this like bumper sticker. It says, teach everything you know. And so I asked them what that meant because I really didn't get it. <laughs> and they, they basically explained to me that they are trying to encourage people to teach what they know. That so often we feel like we're not an expert. We shouldn't mm-hmm. be... Trying to give advice because we're not, you know, Dave Ramsey, Ramit, or some of these big name people who have books and huge followings that that maybe I don't have something to add to the conversation, but truly all of us are experts in our own story and in our own, um, experiences. And so I am the expert of how we got out of debt Mm. and how, um, being out of debt and having financial freedom has really impacted our life. And I have that to bring to the conversation.
0: Yes. And at the end of the day too, like, okay, I was just having a conversation the other day and you'll know this because you're a financial coach as well, that, the things that we know like second nature now, because we've done all the research, we've done all the work we've put in all the time. We listen to all the podcasts, like, you know, all this stuff are, are things that other people who are not money nerds like us have no clue about, you Mm. know? And it's like, literally who am I to say that? Oh man, I can't say that. I can't say for the 27th time that people need to make a budget when the reality is, is like some people literally don't know that you know what I mean? And there's nothing wrong with that. We're Mm. all on a different journey, but share, teach what you know, like you, like you just said, teach what you know, because what you know, the littlest thing you say is going to reach somebody a different way, you know, or it may, you may say for the 80th time, you know snowball method pay off your debt but somebody's never heard that before it's just like sharing the gospel i think so yeah or
1: they weren't ready to hear it yet right and now they are (laughs) it's like it it is the message
0: that we are sharing kindle and that we're sharing with the audience today is that it's the same concept to um the parable about the seeds throwing the seeds on fertile ground or on rocky ground um and the bible because the reality is is somebody may listen to this a year from now and and pick up something and and that they've heard 500 times, but like you said, they weren't, they were, they weren't ready for it at that time, but now they are. So it's yeah. like, keep sharing the story. It's like, we don't ever tire of, of sharing what God's done in our lives. Right. So why, 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 <laughs> you
1: know, why do we, yeah, get... I love that.
0: So anyway, I get on tangents. I told you it just happens. No,
1: And, and I think, This idea of being ready too if we waited to be ready for anything in our lives, we would never be ready. But the great thing about personal finance to anyone who's listening and needs a sign that it's time to start (laughs) is, um, you know, it's not hard. It's not Mm -hmm. complicated stuff. It's so easy. You Mm -hmm. just have to do it. You just have to start.
0: You just have to start. You're so right.
1: Yeah, and don't be focused on being perfect or Mm-mm. anything like that. Sometimes we have to be happy with better or spending less and those like incremental changes that we're making in our finances and not feel like, oh, all of a sudden, you know, tomorrow I have to be Dave Ramsey, you know, right. <laughs> tomorrow I have to be perfect.
0: <laughs> Kendall, this was literally awesome. I love talking to people. Well, we, I said this off off air, but you know, the audience and I want, I want everybody to feel like we're just at a local coffee shop, just having a conversation, yeah. you know? And I, I think that's, that's part of this community that I'm building. So I appreciate you, not that I'm building, but that we are building, but I appreciate you coming in and, and being a voice in the community today, because truly like the things that people are learning because of the the people that I've interviewed on this show. It's just, it's amazing to see what God is. It literally lights me up. Cause I'm like, yes, I feel like Oprah, you know, you're like, you get a budget and you yes. get free. And you're like, <laughs> you're like all the things, or you get to hear Kindle and you get to use her, you know? So it's cool. So last two things, number one, if you could leave, actually, I really feel like you already left the one tip that you wanted to share, which would be start you can start today but if you have another tip that like if you could leave the audience with one thing today what would that be and then also tell us where everybody can find you and reach out to you
1: sure so I guess if I can leave you with one more thing I would say that nothing worth having is easy Hmm. but you will thank yourself for getting your finances in order so start today you can do it Love I believe it. in you. <laughs> yeah. And if you want to find me on the interweb, um, <laughs> you can, let's see, Instagram is berries on a budget. So B E R R Y S on a budget. And then my website is berry Love it.
0: I love what you're doing and Like I said, there is space for all of us. So I love being able to share stories of other personal finance people, because again, somebody's going to connect with you differently than they connect with me. And I love it. So any way that we can share this, absolutely. Any way that we can share this, you know, I'm all about like, everybody come on the show. Let's talk, you know,
1: (laughs) I love that.
0: Thank you so much much.
1: for what you do, Adrian.
0: Thanks, Kendall. It's been awesome. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you i hope you have enjoyed today's episode with kendall berry from berry personal finance i have linked her website and her instagram page in the comments so please make sure you follow her and reach out to her and show her some love and i'm sure if you would like to use her services she would love to meet you and see if you would be a good fit for her and her her services so Also, if you are loving the Faith and Finance podcast, please rate, review, share it with your friends, share it with your dog, play it in the grocery store. Just kidding. Please don't do that. You might get kicked out. But anyway, I am so, so thankful that you guys are listening to the Faith and Finance podcast. Also, a reminder, make sure you sign up for that free online training. It will be live if you can show up live. If you cannot show up live, that's okay. I'll send out a replay, but it's going to teach you how to start a budget. This is something you guys have been asking for, and I'm so excited to finally be able to share it with you. Thanks again so much for listening. Keep the faith, my friend.